Everybody, welcome back to our uh, monthly uh, mini-sode here. I'm Stephen. I am Troy. And we both look like we have something to drink today, huh? To be honest, this is my third drink. Oh. So. I'm <laughs> well, and by coherent, so. And by drink, I mean uh, the green tea I have in this. <laughs> the green tea. This is definitely whiskey. This is uh, this is bourbon and L8 that I'm drinking. It's just Jim Beam and L8. It's just very good. Very good. Oh, yeah. No, that, that that's honestly hot take. It's the only way I'll drink L8 is if it's with bourbon. Really? Okay. Yeah, I don't. I, it's not my favorite thing. For all you Kentucky people, I guess I just committed a sin there. I, I'm not <laughs> a big fan of L8. Fair, fair. <laughs> all right. So uh, like we were talking about a, a second ago before we were recording, um, it's been a big distribution day, especially for Scream Factory. Yes. Um, so why don't you tell us what you saw today in Scream Factory? So I fortunately was up early enough to catch everything as it unfolded as far as announcements today. So Scream Factory, let me preface this just a little bit. So Scream Factory recently called out a particular social social media outlet for leaking a lot of their well I no 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 I don't want to say that leaking a particular release before they were going to announce it and I'm honestly thinking because I don't know about the release schedule, so maybe that was scheduled for today, but I'm thinking it was just because of it being announced by this other page, uh, Dawn of the Discs. They're, you know, they announce every, not all, not just Screen Factory, they announce like every upcoming boutique Blu-ray release or 4K release. Yeah, they do. And um, Screen Factory... Um, prior to today had mentioned or no no let me let me go back the head of screen factory or at least one of the important heads of it had mentioned um or really alluded to someone he was they were mad at someone for leaking things before it was time and it was one of those situations where you know no one named names but you know the but dawn of the disc was like i'm pretty sure they're talking about me because the the head of Scream Factory said something to the effect of, you know, um, I don't know. They were just referencing a, you know, an, an individual, but wouldn't say who it was. Um, but I mean, it's been, I mean, it's not really Dawn of the Discs fault. I mean, it's, they grabbed the information from a website that had announced, you know, one of those places that you can't really buy anything there, but they announced like the information on the website, kind of like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's all they got the information from. And I mean, that's 
honestly what a lot of people look if you're really like into blu-rays and stuff there's a lot of these websites that will just kind of like list information or specs and that's usually how this information gets leaked so you can't really blame dawn of the discs so i certainly don't but what the big leak was was um these 4k editions of the first it was four halloween but now the first five halloween movies and I'm guessing because I, I don't know who, because uh, after five, that's when Miramax, you know, Dimension Films started making the, you know, six through um, even through 2018. I'm guessing through kills or sorry, ends, you know, that's Miramax is a, is a part of all those. So I guess the licensing is all fucked and, you know, it's all crazy with Halloween anyways. But yeah, so um, there's from what I've seen, there's no new features. Um, there are there's just Dolby Atmos soundtracks with these and new slipcovers and 4K UHD ultra high def presentations, which it's going to only be exciting for people who you know are with it who have the 4K TVs and um, good surrounds. I don't have I have a great TV, but not great surround sound. Um, and then also they announced these blue, or sorry, these 4Ks with um, vinyls, which is which is kind of cool. I'm not yeah, a big yeah. vinyl guy myself. Um, I know a lot of friends that are, but you know, it'd be it's cool that they have their respective um, uh, scores on the on vinyl. And then like there's like a three hundred dollar like it's all of them plus the vinyls plus like some pins. I'm only going to buy the individual Blu-rays themselves. They all come with, if you buy them within a certain amount of time, they're supposed to come with posters. Yes. Um, so uh, that's kind of what I'm excited about. So that's that's all I'm going to get. I, yeah, I, I'm going to buy all five of them just because like I've, I've only got basic Blu-rays of them. Right. Uh, but it is like my favorite slasher franchise. So I feel like I need to kind of upgrade a little at some point. Sure. I have them all in my cart and for all of them, for all five of them, it's like $196. That sounds about right, honestly. Um, um, so sounds, it, sounds right. And it does come with posters. I'm I'm debating it. I'm debating just like, you know, kind of spoiling myself and just pre-ordering them. Uh, yep. So, yeah, but they, uh, the, I saw people like bitching about the artwork, saying that it wasn't that good. And I, I like the artwork personally. Yeah, I think it's okay. Um, I mean, considering what Screen Factory's done as far as artwork, I would consider um, the artwork to be so, like some of it I like more than others. Like, for instance, I like the Halloween 3 artwork a lot. Um, but I, I feel, you know, I understand, or not, I don't feel anything, but I, I understand where they want to have the artwork look similar to one another because they're releasing all these together. And I, I totally get that. They also say that, you know, with that the movies themselves, just like Screen Factory usually does, they will have the reversible, uh, the reversible inserts. So if you, if you, you know, for whatever reason, want to throw away the, the slip covers, you can reverse this, the uh, inserts and then they'll have the original theatrical uh, poster art. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think it's really cool that they all do kind of look the same. I think that's yeah. I think that's cool personally. Yeah, um, I like it too. Uh, but yeah, like that. That I mean, I think that's a really cool announcement. I did not. I I couldn't have predicted that they were going to do another Halloween release. Uh, yeah, yeah, same here. 
Um, kind of hoping for, I mean, it would be really cool. And again, I, I understand it probably cost a fortune, but like, you know, it'd be cool to have like a, a big 4K box set of um, all the films, you know, maybe after Kills comes out or shit. Keep saying kills because that you know I'm so excited for. But after sorry ends comes out, Halloween ends. Well, I, you know. I feel like we all are saying kills and, and getting kills and ends mixed up because like kills was supposed to be last year and then ends is supposed to be this year. So yeah, like, I think people that. forgot about ends. Like people forget there's going to be yeah. a third movie. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, I I, I could have predicted. That they were going to do it. and I do hope that we do get a big box set that that Miramax, you know, isn't a complete shit to uh, Scream Factory. Uh, so yeah, I hope that is. I like like I said the last time I predicted that they were the next one was going to be Nightmare because like we were talking about earlier, Nightmare is all owned by New Line. Yeah, so, so it'd be super easy to do. It'd be, yeah, it would be. I mean, at least like you would think you buy the rights to each movie from the same place. So it arguably could be about the same price for each movie. Of course. And then it's it's easy after that. Like you have the rights, you make them all right there. Bam. Uh, yeah. So you probably they probably sell to you in a package. Like here's the rights to every one of these from the original on for a certain lump sum. Uh, and, it, and you know, New Line has moved on to to bigger shit too since Nightmare. So they would probably yeah. sell it. I mean, they probably sell it for for not for cheap, but for a good rate. I would. I say. mean, you would think so. I mean, considering it makes I'm hopeful because because Nightmare, the Nightmare franchise. This was prior to the remake, but on DVD, there is a box set that has every film in it, um, including Wes Craven's New Nightmare. Um, and it has it's um it's a pretty cool DVD set, and I have that one. And even it even comes with uh, 3D glasses for one of the movies, like Part Five or something. But um, but uh, also, I do want to say this with Stream Factory. I you know I'm I was actually real curious today because I was on I was watching the their announcements come out as they were making them and Halloween was at the end. So they made a few announcements before that. Uh, the first one they made is for alone in the dark, which is a 1982 slasher movie yeah. about some crazies who escape a um, mental hospital and wreak havoc. Uh, Donald Pleasance is in that one. I saw a tra- trailer and it looked real wacky. I've actually never seen it before, but it looks right up my alley. So I'm pretty excited um, then they had um, The Vigil, which is a new movie. They're releasing it through their um, IFC Midnight line. So it's not going to be like a collector's edition with poster. And the other big announcement they made, though, was um, Elvira's Haunted Hills, which comes with a, a poster autographed by Elvira. Now, I'm not like, you know, I'm, I, I say I'm not a big Elvira fan. I don't mean that as I don't like Elvira. I mean it as in I'm not seen a lot or i don't know i'm not like super into elvira like i've not been i've not watched a lot of things with elvira in it but it's like 60 or 70 bucks and you can buy the blu-ray with an autographed poster which i feel like would be a really good yeah i bet it's going to sell out before i can possibly buy it but if it's not and i have the money i'll probably buy it um it's kind of like 
how when I got the Christopher Lee box set, I wasn't super into Christopher Lee, and I but I appreciate his work in horror. Um, but the last thing I kind of want to mention though is that I don't know if this is kind of my my gripe about whenever big announcements or sales happen, because not only Scream Factory, but uh, but um, Vinegar Syndrome recently had a sale. Um, Arrow had like their, uh, it's like a summer camp sale. I fucking, uh, uh, Severin Films, who I bought a lot of movies. I don't want to say, I bought three movies and a t-shirt on their sale. Like, I don't know. I don't know how website, I don't, I've never owned a website, but I feel as if you could probably increase, like, you know, you know, call your provider up and say, hey, you know, we're, you know, can you increase our traffic for X amount of time? Maybe you can't, I don't know how that works, but I, but like today it was so frustrating because, you know, Scream Factory made all these announcements with links, but you couldn't go to the website because it fucking broke down. It was just, yeah, you know, you couldn't go anywhere. Um, they even have a pinned message on their fucking Facebook page being like, it's real slow. And we're like, well, fucking no. And so everyone's so frustrated. I was on Scream Factory today and it was fine i don't it's probably way i'm guessing it was way after all the announcements but like right anytime if you ever like go to these sales or like announcements right as they go it's like the the website's dog shit it just like is Uh, completely dead and that's you know this is me being gripey because like you said it was fine for you i waited a little bit longer and it's fine for me um but sometimes and i you know not for this but sometimes something can come out that's like really 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 limited edition for instance for instance fright rags released a halloween lunchbox which i didn't know was previously released but i guess they had a handful left over that they were just selling the like the the rest that they had and that sold out within five minutes i'm i'm not exaggerating but the website was so slow and fucky that only a handful of people who were lucky enough to get through got it and so for things like that, which can happen for like really exclusive Blu-ray shit sometimes, especially for like, um, like Friday the 13th. I know for a while um, I got the set with all the shit in it. And I feel like stuff like that, it sells out so quick um, if you want the goodies and stuff. So sometimes you saw I'm better. It's better safe than sorry. And I just get real frustrated, but. Yeah, um, that's how I feel about it. Like, if I want these posters and everything, not that I have room for these posters, honestly, but like, right, right. I kind of want them anyway. Um, what, what, like, so Scream Factory had a lot of announcements today. Did, have you bought anything recently? I mean, yeah, I did. I bought through Severin. I bought, um, they had a 4K UHD version of Blood for Dracula, which is a, uh, it's a seventies movie. Uh, it's an adaptation of Dracula. Um, it is noted to be by Andy Warhol, um, but it was directed by, um, Oh, another guy. This is, this, I'm not really too familiar with the movie, um, but essentially I guess Andy Warhol was a assistant director, but the movie to my understanding is kind of like, um, the movie is like, uh, really kind of cheesy, terrible acting with lots of sex and violence. Uh, Dracula tries to visit a, 
uh, a town that's like Catholic because he assumes all the girls would be virgins, but I guess yeah. they everybody. And every time he drinks blood from somebody who's not a virgin, he gets sick. And the acting seems real close to like something from the room. Um, it it well, looks like something I couldn't pass up. So I got that and um, uh, got uh, the masturbating gunman, which is like, is a real, I mean, I, it's about some dude. It involves jerking off and also like shooting people and it looked fucking bonkers and then i bought a dvd of the of the infamous things the shot on video sov i can't even begin to describe um this thing that exists it's definitely on somebody filmed it but i don't know if i would call it a film it's just so bonkers (laughs) Um, bought a t-shirt of that, but that's what I got from the, um, sale. So cool. Cool. So I got some very late, very, very like pre COVID late, uh, Christmas gift cards, uh, for Amazon. Okay. Uh, and you know, thanks family for that. Uh, but I, it was about $75 worth and I spent it entirely on Blu-rays. Um, so it was through Amazon, but like you know, Shout Factory has a thing through Amazon where like you can yeah. pay through them and everything. Um, I got one non Scream Factory one, uh, it was a three pack Blu ray of the Scream trilogy. So I upgraded from my DVDs to Blu rays. Uh, it does not have Scream 4, and I like Scream 4 quite a bit, so I, I'm I'm a little bummed for that, but I'll just buy a single Blu-ray, and it'll be fine. I know what uh, you're talking about. I've been meaning to get it, too, and I haven't got it yet. Yeah, so I, I was excited to upgrade that because I've been looking at those going, man, I, I really need to fucking upgrade these. I love the Scream series. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I bought Silent Night, Deadly Nights from Scream Factory. Very good. It's a very good release. It's so it's so good. That I mean that as in the presentation, also the extras. The they brought a lot of the original extras that are real fun over. Um, so it's a really good release. Yeah, it is. Yeah, um, and in like every other Scream Factory, I, I'm a huge fan of the artwork. Um, it looks good. I think that's what keeps me going back to Scream Factory is is the extras and then a lot of the artwork. Yeah, and I think course, Joel Robinson did it. I think. Yeah, he does a lot of artwork. We have a lot of his art hanging up. I have. She has a Hannah has a Pavi from okay. uh, Repo the Genetic Opera. Okay. Um, that he did. That he did. Oh, that's we, fucking cool. We met him in person at Scarefest. He comes to Scarefest all the time. Yeah, yeah, he's like there every year. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't. He wasn't there last time. I don't believe, or maybe he okay. was. I don't. I don't remember. Uh, but uh, and then I have a young Michael Myers from the opening scene with his knife drawn or, you know, by him, framed up in the living room too. Um, so yeah, we're huge fans of his art, and I was super excited when I found out that that was his art, and I recognized the art when I first started getting Screen Factory Blu-rays. I was yeah, like, this art looks familiar. Yeah, a lot of purples and greens. You lo- like, I feel like yeah. if there are purples and greens, it's usually Joel Robinson. And yeah, just amazing artwork. It's so yeah. good. 
check out Joel Robinson. Go to his website, everybody. Like, buy some art from him. He's he's really cool and he's really talented. And you know, obviously, buy buy Scream Factory Blu-rays because that's also supporting him. Yep. 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 Um, and then I bought. Oh, hold on, I'm having a blank here. I know what I bought. Oh, I bought a. And then I bought the Hammer version of Frankenstein. Okay. So I've been buying a lot of Hammer Blu-rays recently, but I got this one also from Screen Factory. This one was actually a reward for uh, weight loss. That nice. I get. Yeah. So I didn't buy that with my $75, but that was a really fun buy. I, I'm going to pop that one in real soon and watch it. Um, oh, and then uh, the other two that I got were um, a Blu-ray of Witchboard. Nice. Yeah. We watched Witchboard a while back and I enjoyed it. Uh, I think Hannah enjoyed it a little less than I did, but I haven't I, seen I, it in a long time. <laughs> it's wild. It's 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 something. Uh, and then the other one I got is uh Candyman. Very, very nice. So yeah, it was a good month once again for, for Blu-ray purchases for me. Um but yeah, like here real soon, I might go ahead and just swoop up these Halloween Blu-rays, and and it's gonna be a good fall. I can just feel it. It's it's gonna be a good fall. I, I feel that too. Um, and to kind of, uh, you know, kind of uh, increase the 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 on the increase the morale in the Blu-ray stuff. I'm pretty sure the the Halloween 4Ks. Even if they, even if the posters sell, I'm, I guarantee you those, um, those 4Ks will be around for weeks. Um, oh yeah. So yeah, I'm not yeah. worried about that too too much. I do want to get that alone in the dark. I love the art on that. Um, and that artist does a lot of stuff for for uh, Scream Factory too. Um, oh yeah, cool. I don't know his name though. I, I looked at him up the other day. Uh, the only the other thing that I you know wanted to mention though. It's not um, Blu-ray related, but I did finally receive um, are my flip-flops. And <laughs> that sounds kind of weird, but um, a year ago, a literal, well, uh, almost a year ago, I'm saying like July 20th, I placed my order for these custom high tops. The And I don't buy, like, I'm not a shoe guy, you know, I don't buy custom shoes and stuff but um there's a company big herc they make different shoes and clothing things they they had a toxic avenger collection Mm -hmm. and i had bought some vans that were custom made with the artwork from toxic avenger part two it's really cool artwork Mm -hmm. um they're like they're red white and blue (laughs) <laughs> like one one shoe is like the blue with with the stars and the other shoe is red with the stripes and they have toxic avenger on both of them and i just i i thought they were kind of cool i don't really wear them anywhere but um you know anyways so there was um another pair they came out with that were um high top converse and they had the toxic crusaders cartoon characters on either side of each shoe mm-hmm. and 
for like 60 bucks, if you bought this, you got the shoes, a custom shoe box that's numbered. You got glow in the dark laces. You got sunglasses, these toxic crusaders flip-flops, and then like these numbered collectible cards. So it's for 60 bucks, it's not only the shoes, it's all these goodies plus the shoe box. And I got the shoes in February. Again, let me just remind you, I ordered this July of 2020. Wow. And in February of this year, I finally got the high tops. And again, <laughs> I just thought they were really cool. Last year, I, I had money, money to spend. I was like, I love Toxic Avenger and Troma so and toxic crusaders and so why not but they shipped just by the shoe just the shoes they shipped in a plain shoe box so a few days ago a few days ago i finally got the flip-flops <laughs> they were lost like yeah they have been lost on some boat like some big cargo ship apparently according to could it big Herc? He was it, giving out updates. I never have, got mad once. Could it have been one of those ships that got like stuck in the uh, in that, <laughs> in that area over in uh, the Middle East? What's that? What's that fucking? Place um, called? Yeah, the one that got like sideways and fucking stuck in the canal it, or whatever. Yeah, but it, it yeah. literally it caused the entire global trade system to just like collapse for a little while and they had to do it like like they were <laughs> yeah. in the 1700s like no it, no no. It, i completely I, I know exactly what you're talking about i don't remember this is just me being drunk but i don't remember where that happened but no i don't think that was what it was i think um how he described it they just lost it in transit somehow in this boat he had wow. to have it delivered from one country to another so he had to re have everything done all over again and I, I will I will say, and for anybody who wants to hit me up for me to prove it, I, I was never mad once at this at, at Big Herc. I politely always asked him for updates. He gladly provided them for me. And then um, eventually I just you know I got the all the goodies. I got the shoe box, the custom shoe box, the flip-flops, sunglasses, glow-in-the-dark laces, uh, collectible cards. I just got them uh, a few days ago and it's all sick as fuck i'm not near a beach you know we're all here in kentucky so i don't really have anywhere to wear these flip-flops too but goddamn, if you if you're if you ever bought if you did if you bought these shoes like everybody's been waiting on these fucking flip-flops like for a year now so you're in kentucky you can wear them to the liquor store i she hell yeah no i wear my crocs out dude i wear my crocs in public they're comfy as fuck like i'm no shame whatsoever they're like red <laughs> white and blue crocs i'm not a nationalist i'm very left-leaning you know i'm very like you know very pro-choice and i you know i sell guns for a living but i'm very you know firearm uh restrictions and but like i wear like it's kind i don't know i don't mean to be like all hipstery but it's kind of funny to wear like red white and blue crocs out oh yeah it's, i it's, fucking it's wear them in public i don't buy my whiskey while i'm wearing them yeah all right well we gotta move on uh from blu-ray and, and talk yeah. but real, real quick before I, it's not anything blu-ray but I, I just want to mention i uh because like i said we're not we're no longer moving uh i 
bought to spoil myself a taxidermied, ethically raised bat. That's um, fucking cool as shit. Yeah, and it's it's like <sighs> its wings are going to be like sprawled out, and it's in a f- nice frame. It's an Indonesian black bat is what it is but it was ethically raised and died naturally they did not kill it um and then and, when they die naturally um in their habitats they taxidermy them and, and sell them to uh, help keep their habitats going um man, that's really cool yeah and i get to hang it up and i man i love bats bats are just sky puppies i love them yeah uh, bats are amazing but uh yeah moving on let's talk about what have we been watching recently Oh gosh! Um, sp- I've been watching. Um, oh, fun! I've been. Wa- you know, yesterday I watched the ruins. I finally sat and watched it. Um, I think that I recommend it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I recommend it. <laughs> um, no, I, I I enjoyed it. I thought maybe there could be some things that I would have improved. Like for instance, you know the it's kind of basic how it was set up. Like I don't know if any it's it came out in two thousand and eight, two thousand nine. Um, these people vacationing in Mexico um, are coerced to accompany this German guy to this off you know off the trails in the jungle like Mayan temple, yeah, and nasty things ensue. But, like, it's just kind of one of those things, like, you know, they're all, at the beginning of the movie, they're all drinking, and then, you know, one girl's like, where's my necklace, or where's my earring? I don't know. She lost something, and then, like, the, just, it just happens to be, like, the German, this, this really, you know, this really hot German guy, just like, did you lose this? And it <laughs> seems, it seems like he's setting it up to where, like, he's trying to bring them there for intentionally. Yeah. But as you as they get there, it doesn't seem like he was trying to do it maliciously. But it's just so weird how he just kind of – the way he did it. So I was really confused. I was like, wait a minute. it's It sounded like he was trying to – kind of like whenever you're trying to trick people into, like, being a sacrifice or something. Yeah. But that's not what he was actually doing because it, he wasn't, like I said – he, he didn't do anything like nasty to the people he brought out to this place. He didn't know what was going on at this place. So it was a little misleading. I thought also the body horror stuff could be a little uh, crazier. Uh, I don't give a shit about spoilers on a fucking, you know, um, more than 10 year old movie, but uh, like, yeah, that's, that's fun. The vines and flowers and stuff are alive and it's kind of body horror-ish where the slithery, gross, gooey vines are like are under the people's skin and people get their limbs chopped off and okay. Um, yeah, for all the people who enjoy Marvel or anything, I I have been keeping up with Loki, which is really, really good. But aside from that, the only thing I can really talk about that I've been, you know, that I that I watched and enjoyed or, you know, remembered was um, was The Ruins. So if you want to watch that streaming on Paramount Plus, if you have that. So yeah. what about you? Uh, we recently got Paramount Plus, actually. OK, uh, I, I'm not terribly impressed with the selection on Paramount Plus. Uh, Dude, are you afraid of the dark? Watch that yeah i you know what i'm i'm kind of bitter about that because i just bought every season on amazon before i got oh no oh no 
So uh, I I will probably keep it and watch the new stuff on there. I forgot um, there's new stuff. Yeah. yeah, I'm not sure how I've heard really like mixed things, but uh, I heard it's not as much of an anthology as like the others are the older ones. Um, but oh, one thing I hope is, it's not episodic. That sucks. One thing that <clears throat> that uh, we are enjoying that a lot of people I guess didn't enjoy. Uh, we started literally tonight. We started is uh, the remake of The Stand. Um, it, oh, it's Whoopi on, Goldberg. Yeah, and uh, one of the Scars Guards is Randall Flag, and yeah, you know, um, all kinds of people are in it. Uh, it's it's good. It's good, and it's more detailed than than the uh, uh, the older one. Is it on Paramount Plus? It's on Paramount Plus. It oh is. shit! I'll have to check. I didn't know that. I'll have to check it out. Oh yeah, have you seen? You've seen the old version of the stand. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. It's been a long time, but yes, yes, I have. Yeah, it's it's good. We we enjoyed it. Um, but what we didn't enjoy that we watched tonight was a new Shutter movie, um, oh, Vicious oh. Vicious Fun. Have you heard of that? Vicious. Um. If I, I so with Shutter, I'm I don't recognize the title, but if it's one of those, you know, if you open it, like it's it shows like it's scrolling across, like with the yeah. movie you could choose from. Is it on like that? It's on that. So it's, okay, it's, it's it's man, it's such a good premise, and it's such a like set up so well, and you you man, it's just I could tell if it was executed in a way that I would like. That I would love this movie. What's um, it about? It is a it is a horror film critic who um, gets caught up in a basically an AA mo- meeting for serial killers, um, and he basically has to pretend that he's a serial killer, and all kinds of hilarity ensues. It's it sounds like a great concept, right? Oh man, finish what you're saying because I have some shit to like lay on you about what you just said. Uh, um, I'm real curious how this develops. <laughs> yeah, so so uh, if if you want if you don't want to hear spoilers, then fast forward for the next couple minutes because I'm I'm just gonna spoil this, please. Um, so first of all, it's, it's, I hate to use this term. I don't like to use it at all usually, but it just was, it was kind of boring for the most of it. Um, the killers were not very well developed. They just kind of slapped some stuff together. Like one of them was like a science teacher, but also a clown. And it made no sense. Like there was no connection whatsoever. Right. Yeah. Like, and then the only one that made sense was the the main villain who was even slightly interesting and you could tell that he had like a lot of a little bit of bundy a little bit of Dahmer, a little bit of buffalo bill for the fiction there and then um but then the killer or the uh, main protagonist was a total incel fuck and i couldn't i really just didn't care if he lived honestly uh the interesting person was the woman in it and she was you think she's a serial killer for about half the movie and then it turns out she's a serial killer hunter um and she's like she's she's got this little she you know checklist that she's marking off the whole time trying to kill these people 
okay. it's, it's just not executed well and it feels very like just choppy and disjointed and everything but the thing is is that it's a well-made movie the lighting's really good the shots you like it's shot really really well and it's it's just like it's kind of like you know poking fun of 80s horror a little bit but then it doesn't seem like it's in the 80s like it's supposed to be making fun of an 80s slasher but then it's not in the 80s and then one of the serial killers is just basically jason it's it's kind of weird i don't i don't know it 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 just wasn't my thing and i really want it to be my thing because oh, it, i love slasher comedies i love them i think like i think it's the best horror subgenre to just kind of poke fun of yeah um because like there's all sorts of them final girls and final girl and all like the final girl like there's all kinds of ones called that but then like tucker dale versus evil and then of course like the scream movies are always making fun of them and, and it's just like it's it's just keeps going and going and so every time i find one of these i'm like yeah. oh yeah we gotta watch this right uh, there's a couple times where i like struggled to keep my eyes open it just it just was it just didn't do it for me and uh clearly some people disagree because it has a 6.6 on imdb and some people are like all right yeah it wasn't that great but it was at least like worth a watch um and i'll never say don't watch it like i everybody should watch it and see what they think but for me i'll probably not watch it again and it's one of the few shutter horror movies that just didn't do it for me um, so to comment on that, there was, all right, so there is something coming out to Netflix. Um, I don't remember when it's pretty soon though. Uh, Sandman, there's been a lot of hype around it. Um, a lot of controversy, controversy for some people because, uh, one of the, one of the main characters is announced as non-binary, even though in the comic book, in the fucking eighties, this character was described as non-binary, like in detail in writing. This, this, that is what this the character's desire. It's in the as its character. It's not supposed to be any particular gender. Um, I digress. So, what what I'm getting at is that in the in the early early issues of Sandman. They introduced a serial killer called the Corinthian. He is uh, kind of like a, um, I don't know, uh, I don't know what you would say he would look like. Maybe uh, the Skarsgård, Bill Skarsgård, the one that played Pennywise, kind of like his figure. But he, he's dark hair, sunglasses, but when he takes them off, he has mouths for eyes. And every time he tortures and kills somebody he eats their eyeballs with his eye mouths he was created as a nightmare by the dream of the endless now this is where i'm getting at this is connected to what you're saying in the comic and this is i'm pretty sure they're going to represent this in the show the corinthian heads the convention at this hotel 
for serial killers, you have this kind of like big, not very bright killer who loves children, not in a sexual way, meaning he's just like a really large child himself, but he loves children to the point where he just ends up murdering them. But also there is a point in the comic where there is a journalist yeah. for some tabloid who tries to, to act like he's a serial killer. And um, they have, like it's kind of like, you know, reminds me how of Scarefest, I guess, in a way, and pa- different panels and different things. But they find out the uh, who the fake person is and they the uh, a few of the serial killers. And it's which one of them kind of looks like um, Chucky's dad from um, from the Rugrats. Um, Very, very innocent looking, but very deadly. They bring him out to this to the uh, like this uh, nowhere place and tie him to a tree and just promise him like the the worst fate ever and talk about how serial killers don't do this because they love it but they do it because it's necessary because they're god and how they are they are able to be and play gods and the whole thing plays into uh dream of the endless who creates dreams and nightmares he literally rules over that realm and he's like i was gone for a while you're a nightmare i created that went rogue and developed as a serial killer in the real human world it's really good it's it's absolutely excellent um fiddler's green um i'm not sure if if you're familiar with fiddler's green like it personifies itself in this story and like saves a girl from the syrup it's really good i'm not going to go into super details because i'll be talking for hours but that again was that happened all in like 1990 and it, wow. what you were saying reminded me of that. And it's just one of the best parts of the Sandman Chronicles, which is like one of the first like R-rated comic books I ever read. R-rated horror comics from like DC that I had wow. ever read that used these big name characters like, uh, like Batman and um, the Martian Manhunter, but they were put in like an R-rated context. Yeah, and that's what's coming to Netflix really soon. So I'm really excited. Um, but yeah, Maybe I've been to be also better. do what? Maybe that'll be better. Oh yeah, I'm really I'm I'm really stoked. Um, thinking that it's going to be absolutely phenomenal. They have um, you know like this whole venture they'll have into hell and how these people were trying to um, capture. Uh, death but instead they captured her brother dream and it's this whole it's this whole thing it's a very celebrated graphic novel i highly recommend anybody to read it who hasn't read it or read it or listen to the audiobook which is very good as well it's like james yeah. mcavoy and a um, bunch of other known people the other thing i forgot to mention i watched was fear street 1994 that was going to be the last thing i mentioned before we left you did watch it yeah did you like it i did 
Yes, me too. Me yeah. too. Me too. I think that's one of the best slashers I've seen in a while, actually. Oh, yeah. It was real fun. It was real fun. I was kind of like irked at the beginning a little bit because of the music. And what I mean is they were like cutting between like they put like seven different fucking 90s songs. Yeah. And it, it really irritated me because they only played like a segment of each. And yeah, then like yeah. transition. And I was like, what the? F-? It's like, I was like, slow down with your fucking 90s songs there. But then it like went after that. That only happened for like like 20 30 minutes and then the rest of it was you know yeah so, so yeah that was really good and then i'm really looking forward to the next two but i also have a theory that the fear street is not going to be over as a franchise i fucking hope not <laughs> i mean like you've got so much you can do. you got like nightwing and all this different stuff you could do with Fear Street, yeah. and I just I some people were upset about it, but I am so glad that they leaned into rated R. Like, oh yeah, so glad they leaned into rated R for this. Oh, dude, when she when they pushed oh the the part at I'm not going to spoil it because it is pretty new for people who are listening, but you know what I'm talking about the part at the grocery store where the old girl got killed. Oh with, yeah, with her head. Yeah. Oh, I, I did. I was like, oh, my fucking God, because I wasn't expecting, like, that gruesome of a kill. Yeah. I was like, holy fucking shit. They're not messing yeah. around here. This is fucking – Jesus Christ. This is gory, man. Yeah. Yeah, I was like I – was, I was legitimately surprised yeah. that for a Netflix – I know it was rated R, but for a Netflix adaptation that it was that gruesome. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm glad we mentioned that, but we are well past out of time. <laughs> no worries, no worries uh, at all. We, I, I, we will be mentioning Fear Street again, probably, you know, for our next episode on the eighth. All right, so you know the drill, everybody. If you like what you hear, follow us on Twitter at, at Bloody Bourbon. Find us on Facebook uh, on it's just the Bloodlust and Bourbon Podcast, and then of course. Hit subscribe on whatever the fuck you listen to us on. And we will see you in a few weeks for Hannah's mandate, which is Vivarium. Yes. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. podcast was made by horror fans like yourself intro music by aaron bertram